Top of the morning. And it is a beaut. And the hope of the Irish as the future champion of the world. The podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. Welcome to the Barry J. McDonald podcast. The place where dreams get dusted off and acted on. Because life is too short. We're living on a rock that's flying through space. And hey, what the hell else were you going to do with yourself here? Hi, this is Barry here, and you are very, very welcome to today's podcast episode. Now, how do you feel about Christmas? Do you like it? Hate it? Now, in my own case, going back a number of years, I dreaded Christmas. And it was for two reasons. Now, I don't know if you've ever worked in retail. If you have, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. Because when it comes to retail, the first sniff of Christmas, the Christmas songs are on. And they are on a constant loop. Now at the time I used to stack shelves for about 10 hours at night and for those 10 hours I would hear the same songs on a loop over and over and over again. So by the time Christmas came around I was just sick and tired of them. I couldn't wait for the songs to be over with. Now there was some one song that really kind of rubbed me up the wrong way. Now most people could probably listen to the song and they'd never pay any attention to it. Now the song that really annoyed me was the song by John Lennon. That song War Is Over. Now, if you know the song, you'll know the first line of the song is, And so this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another year over, and a new one just begun. Now, most people would probably sing that song, never, you know, it wouldn't take a fidget out of them. But that really, really used to get to me. Because at the time, I was stacking shelves. I wasn't living a life that was mine. I was depressed. I hated the job. And every time I heard that song where he said, you know, what have you done? And I used to think to myself, well, Barry, you're after letting another year escape you. And you haven't done anything. You're still doing the same job that you hate. What about all those things that you wanted to do? All the things you planned to do? You know, I used to curse myself for being scared of being an introvert, of not following up on my goals and my dreams or taking any action at all because I was scared of what might happen. I was scared what other people would think of anything I make and here I was a big scaredy cat hating the job that I was in hating the life that I was in and hearing that song every time reminded me saying Barry you've wasted another year you haven't done anything and the new year is about to you know come around and what are you going to do next year another reason I used to hate Christmas at that store was because the opening hours in the store used to change now when I used to do night shift I used to go into the store at 10 o'clock and by then it was closed, all the customers were gone. But on the run up to Christmas, they extended their opening hours. And I used to find that maybe for two hours or so, I'd have to share the store with other customers. Again, I was stacking shelves, so it was a busy place. Um, now, there was nothing wrong with customers actually being in the store, because I didn't mind helping people out if they needed a jar of this, or where is a box of that. You know, I used to show them exactly where they, used, where they would need to go to to get those products. But the thing that used to kind of annoy me was seeing people that knew me. Maybe people I went to school with. Maybe people that I had work with in past jobs. And I used to dread meeting those people because I used to think to myself, well, you know, if they see me in this job, what are they going to think of me? Now, it's not that I was kind of, you know, that I had a big, huge ego, you know, who am I to be stacking shells? But I didn't feel right in the job. You know, it was a job that I hated. And 
I used to think to myself, you know, if people see me in this job, they're going to say, well, is this the most he's done in his life? Is this all he's achieved? And when I used to see people and maybe neighbours and maybe people I hadn't seen in years, I used to try and make myself busy or maybe disappear into the storeroom at the back so nobody would see me. And I kind of make myself scarce for those two hours where the store was open. And then when everybody was gone, you know, it was back to normal, back out on the floor and back to my job. And I'd been doing that for a number of years, you know, dreading that Christmas song and dreading meeting those people. And I get to a point where I just, I think it was just, I don't know whether it was the anger in myself or just a disappointment, a disappointment in myself. Because I used to think to myself as well too, like Barry, here you are, you know, you're in your 40s, you're stacking shells, you've got kids growing up behind you, you know, you want the best for your kids. You don't want them in a job like this. You want them to do better than you are. And, you know, how was I going to tell my kids to reach for the stars when I myself just had settled for stacking shelves? Now, again, I have nothing against people in working in retail. I have nothing against people stacking shelves. You know, sometimes we have to do jobs to put a roof over our head or feed our families. You know, I'm not demeaning that job at all. But it does come a time when you say to yourself, is this all that I am going to do in my life? You know, is this what I'm going to be doing in my 50s, my 60s? Will I even be able to retire because knowing the wages that will be off in the future? You know, will I have any money or will I be constantly working in this place until the day I drop dead? And I remember being disgusted with myself for being such a big chicken, for allowing my being an introvert to keep me where I was and to not to stretch myself or not to get myself out of my comfort zone. And it came to a point that I just... It was almost like I had weighing scales in my head. You know, I had all the disgust on one side and then I had all the things on the other side. I had the fear. I had the doubts. What if it goes wrong? What will people say? Can I actually do what I want to do? And I think it came to a stage where it was like a tipping point where there was that much disgust on one side, that much frustration, that much anger and that much sadness that it actually outweighed what was on the other side. And I found that eventually I took action. You know, I found that I just said, enough of this. Barry, you need to do something. You need to make some changes in your life. Now, if you follow this podcast at all, you will probably have, you'll probably know my story of how I got into writing children's fiction and how everything kind of started from there. And I think sometimes, even though that was a low point in my life, I'll always be grateful for that moment, for that disgust, because I think sometimes life needs to rub your face in the poop. It needs to hold you there for a while so that you, it's almost like smelling salts. You know, when you reach those low points, you just say to yourself, I can't go on like this. I can't do this anymore. And again, I had John Lennon every year reminding me saying, Barry, another year year is over and you one is about to start. What did you do this year? And that kind of angered me and it fired me up. So what I would say to you is, hopefully you do like Christmas. Now, as, as the years have gone on, I have got a love for Christmas again. But I know when I walked in the store the other day and listened to all those Christmas songs playing, it just brought me back. I had my kind of Vietnam moment where I just had a flashback of stacking those shelves, of hating those songs and hating seeing all the people who knew me because this was as much as I imagined it in my life. So if I was to say unto you today, it would be sometimes those low moments are something that teaches us. Again, as I said, sometimes life needs to rub our face in the poop to make us wake up to realise that, you know something, if things are going to change, things need to change. You need to get out of yourself. 
You need to get out of your comfort zone. You need to care less what people think of you and what you do and actually do the things that you want to do. Because when you think about it, like it is one life that we have and, you know, you really need to live it for yourself. You need to follow your dreams. You need to take action on the things that you'd like to do. Now, I'm so glad that I did do those things that I did in the past. But at the time, you know, I was so scared. But you're going to have to, you know, get out of your comfort zone. If you are someone like me many years ago in the position that I was in, you know, we keep saying to ourselves, I'll do it next year. I'll do it next month. But again, you can't take action next year or next month because it's the moment that you can't take action in. But what you can take action in is right now. Right now, this very moment. This is the only time that you and I can take action. You know, I can't take action in five minutes from now, in ten minutes from now, because that moment hasn't come yet. I can't act in it. And if I was to give you some advice, it's to stop telling yourself that you're going to start writing a book tomorrow, or you're going to start making videos tomorrow, or you're going to start doing a podcast tomorrow. You can't act in tomorrow. But what you can act in is you can act in right now. So what I would say to you, again, going on the wise words of John Lennon, you know, this year is almost over, a new one starting. Are you going to let next year escape you? Maybe it's time to start right now. Put a little bit of groundwork in before the end of the year and get 2023 off to a great start. Have a lovely day. Take care. Bye-bye. Would you like to know how I went from being a lowly shelf stacker, depressed, no confidence in himself, and how I went from that to becoming a popular children's author? And then on to even greater things, recording and selling my own digital products. If you'd like to find out how I did it, and if you would like to do the same yourself, if you head over to Writecom, that's W-R-I-T-E-C-O-M-E dot com, you'll find a great free report over there, which is called the Online Business Manifesto. And in that report, I'm going to show you the journey I went on from the beginning to where I am right now. And I'm going to show you the three business secrets I learned along the way. Now, these secrets aren't secrets that most people talk about. Some people don't even realize that they exist. So if you head over to Writecom, download the free report. You are going to be miles ahead of everyone else who has an online business. Have a lovely day and I hope you enjoy this episode.